the Driven Women's Guide to Love, Life, and Business. Hosted by the boss ladies Alex and Gabby. Combined, their network gathers an array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity. Their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Based in Miami and Los Angeles, Alicia Nicole is on the rise, on the move, and heating up with her soulful, sultry sound. Hailing from Broward County, Florida, Alicia has a rich, familiar background in music that reaches back to the Caribbean birthplace of reggae. It's not surprising that Alicia is carrying on the songful legacy of her grandmother, Sonia Pottinger, who was the first female record producer in Jamaica, producing artists from the mid-60s to the mid-80s. Her talent moved her to release an emotion-filled EP, The Violet Room, which features Miami rapper Busy Crook. Furthermore, she's currently working with Jonas Jaberg, Beam, Chris Brown, London on the Track, Hit Boy, Rihanna, and Timberland. Current cuts include Saweetie's single, My Type, which was just re-certified gold, and Dipped in Ice, produced by Hit Boy. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. It's Gabby and Alex and we're back. Um, it's, we're still getting used to this like quarantine and I don't know why, but I seem to be having always the issues, the tech issues around here and it's really frustrating. Um, we're working around them. So if you hear me sound a little crazy sometimes, blame it on me because it's me. Or, or, <laughs> if, or if Gabby just happens to have to jump off the call and come right back in, that's okay. I got it. Right. So we're going to have to figure this out. But either way, I'm excited because today, um, you know, I ha- we have a very talented guest who, you know, we always wanted to have someone to give us a woman, to give us a perspective on the music side, the songwriting side, and just like, oops, hold on. Let's wait because it's going to ring again. Is that a house phone, Gabby? Yes. Girl. Stop. You have a house phone? That's crazy. <laughs> I, I haven't, I don't think I've heard a house phone like years. It, right. Maybe just on like TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's wild. Anyways. Yeah. It's wild. But we still <laughs> have lines around here. Um, okay. So let me regroup. Um, so we're so excited because our guest today is a very talented songwriter, singer songwriter. And we wanted to bring a, a woman to give us that perspective, you know? I think um, we all love to consume music. We all, I mean, I work in music and there isn't that many girls behind the scenes like this. Um, so I would love to get that perspective. And um, so we wanted to welcome the very talented Alicia Nicole, welcome. Hi, thank you so much. Welcome. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. So tell us about growing up in Florida and how, how was your up- upbringing? Um, Florida. I love Florida. Um, this is home. Uh, I was raised in Broward County. Um, I went to private school until I was like in eighth grade and then I went to public school and that's really when I got into music. Um, so wait, you, you got into, you, you got into public, you got, you went to public school and then you got into music? That's when I started taking like a liking to it for sure. Yeah. But did you take classes or what, what exactly yeah, made I you? Like I did. Um, so when I was in middle school, I did bands and piano and violin class and then i did choir as well when i got to high school so you always kind of knew you wanted to take that direction i'm assuming yeah for a little while for sure nice and you look like a baby first of all how <laughs> old are you alicia i'm 24. yes 24 and you already are doing big things i mean thank you 
especially growing up, you had a very great example from your grandmother. Tell us about yes. her. And she's also in the music business and um, you have a Jamaican background. So talk to mm -hmm. us about that. Um, so my grandma, she was the first female producer coming out of Jamaica in like the 1960s. And so it was really dope, yeah. So she worked with like Bob Marley and like a lot of the older reggae artists from that time. It was really dope and it definitely set the foundation, you know, for my family doing music and stuff like that. You know, and even right now, like all I listen to is dance hall and reggae and that's really where I draw my inspiration most of the time to make my actual music now. Wow, that's amazing that all of that is in your blood and it's really yeah. like, it, because you're so young in it and sometimes you just, it, it just, it's in you. So it's a talent that you can just kind of take on without even thinking about it, which is awesome. Absolutely. But there is an art form in like writing a song. So can you take us into that, that songwriting process, what it's like, how, do, where do you even start? So for me, um, honestly, everybody is different. Like I've seen so many different creative processes, you know, but for me, um, either sometimes I'll just hear the beat and, you know, like I'll go, I normally like to write in like my car actually you know, for the most part. So I'll write a song in my car, whatever the case is. Or if I go into the studio, for um, the most part, I'll get in there and I'll hear the beat and then I'll probably just hum some like melodies, you know, not necessarily too many words or anything like that, for my preference. And then I come out, structure it, and I put all the words to it, you know, so. Okay, but you have been in the studio writing for like really big artists. How did you end up in the studio with Chris Brown, Rihanna? Mm -hmm. You did the big hit for Sweetie. Um, is it Sweetie or Sweetie? How do you Sweetie. say it? It's Sweetie. <laughs> Sweetie. Uh, my Type, which was like yeah. chart-topping single. Um, How did thank you, you end up in, in, those, in those studio sessions? Um, so, I mean, I was making my own music for a while. And um, I was making music with some people in my area from Broward County as well. And we kind of just got recognized by, like, a few labels for the music we were putting out on like SoundCloud and Instagram, whatever the case is. And long story short, they like I just got signed to Rock Nation. You know, like I was in LA and I ended up getting signed with Rock Nation. And from there, it's almost two years now. It's just been so many different dope opportunities. That's amazing. Thank you. So, I, is there any point that you actually write songs for other people and then like mm -hmm. you, it's such a hit or you end up loving it so much and you fall in love with the song and you're like, gosh, I would I would have kept it for myself. Like, I wish I wouldn't have given it up. Do you ever feel that way? Yeah, I've definitely felt that way before. Um, but also too, like, I think you definitely have a little more control as well. It's more of me just knowing like, you know, I'm here, I really want to do the songwriting. So it's just like, I pitch majority of the stuff that I do. And then like, sometimes I'll come back after and I'm just like, damn, they actually took it, <laughs> you know? But for sure, I feel like that sometimes, but I definitely make time for myself to make my own music and set aside my own sessions, my own beats and stuff, you know? Cause I definitely have all the resources that, um, that Rock Nation gives me. So. Right. And then like, usually how many songs are you writing and then how many actually end up being picked up? Or like, how does that process work exactly? Um. I mean, I write a lot of music. I don't even know how much I could say. Like, whenever I do my trips to LA, like, I, in a week, we could probably come out with at least, like, 40 songs. You wow. Know, like just, yeah, like, you know. Um, it depends, honestly. There's days where I go and, like, I'll, I'll make, like, two or three songs, whatever the case is. Um, and do you ever feel, um, Alicia, like, that, mm -hmm. you, like, once you're in that, stu like in that studio and you're with Chris Brown or somebody, like, at, like as big as Rihanna, do you ever yeah. feel like, oh, my God, I'm with, like, intimidated? Like, is it, 
or yeah. just flowing because you feel like it's an even playing field because all of you guys are creatives or yeah. is it feel like, oh my God? Um, so I normally like, it's the same approach I feel like when I was performing and stuff as well. Like right before, like knowing you're going into that situation, you know, like it's really scary sometimes for me. And I used to be really shy, you know, like when I was younger and stuff like that. So like sometimes I'll definitely be in my head like, oh my God, like I don't even know. But once I get in there, a lot of the times I'm just like, I'm supposed to be here. You know, like if I wasn't supposed to be here, I wouldn't be here. So for sure. And in those type of situations, do you feel like in, are you finding yourself as like the only woman or is there like diversity in the sessions? For the most part, I'm definitely the only girl a lot of the time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's definitely a male dominated industry. Um, we do have things like we try and set aside like female writing camps and stuff like that. But for the most part, nine out of 10 of my sessions, I'm probably the only girl. And do you think that that makes a difference, like having a woman behind big records. I feel like we bring something different to the table as far as songwriting. Absolutely. Because um, for sure, like I said, it's a male-dominated industry and it's just a different perspective, you know, at all times. Um, so, which is why I loved, like I literally recently just did a, an all-women's writing camp and that had to have been my dopest and most favorite camp that I've done to date. So. What, what kind my, of things do you learn from there? Yeah, like yeah. explain to us how... <laughs> What a writing camp is? No, or, or like what exactly you, you feel you got from it? Like, why was it so dope? Oh, for sure. It was like, um, what was it called? It was called um, Empowerment. So it was like an empowerment movement. It was really dope. So I met a lot of um, female producers, which is really not big in the industry at all. You know, then I met a lot of other songwriters as well. It was just really dope energy. The, the topics and things that we were able to talk about and come about. Even we were making songs from male perspectives as well. You know, like it was, it just was different, like, I don't know, it was really refreshing compared to my other sessions, you know. Right, because sometimes you, you know, you're sitting down and writing for a, a male artist, you have to mm -hmm. you have to take off your girl hat and think like, how would a man talk about the certain for situation? For sure. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, I, have, I love the WAP song. What do you think about the whole Cardi and Megan Thee Stallion? Everyone keeps talking about it, like it's, like it's I so think, vulgar, but it, there's been more vulgar records out there. Definitely, um, I love that song. That song is so hard, um, especially growing up in Florida. You know, like I grew up on things like Trina and stuff like that. Like I've heard way worse. Little that, Kim, sure. yeah, yeah. You know, like and even dancehall music, like very vulgar. You know, it's just a part of the culture. But I love the song personally. You know, I think I think it's amazing, and the video is yeah. really dope. The video is so dope. I'm sure, like, Megan and Cardi wrote those that song, right? For sure. For sure, yeah. It sounds like, a, like Cardi wrote everything in that song. Okay, we're going to take a really quick break, and we'll be right back. I don't know about you, Alex, but sometimes working from home leaves me drained, tired. End of the day, all I want to just sit, relax, and pour myself a glass of wine. I totally agree with you. I just, everyone knows I just had a baby. So I'm definitely working all day and then chasing after a six month old who's actually just starting to crawl. So there's nothing that I look forward to more than having a nice refreshing glass of wine at the end of the day, just so that I can unwind. Well, shout out to our sponsors, Usual Wines, for sponsoring this toast. So what are you drinking? I'm actually having the rosé today. Oh, me too. I oh, love yeah. it. It's, it's my so favorite. Good. So delicious. And what I love most is 
the bottle. The bottle is so chic, so beautiful. And it's specially just for that one person that just wants to have one drink and doesn't want to commit to the full bottle. So I love that it's like a kind of like a to-go little bottle that you just put in your purse, maybe not while you're driving, but <laughs> <laughs> but if you're going to like a special occasion or something and you don't want to over drink, it's perfect size. Absolutely. And you know what I love the most is that it's low carb, zero sugar. Cause I mean, I just had a baby, so I am watching what I drink and eat. So this is actually perfect for somebody like me. Um, all of their wines are delicious. You guys have to try them. They have given us a special code just for you guys, all of our listeners. It's Girls Gone Boss. You can go to usualwines.com, plug that in for your first glass on us and $8 off of your first order. Enjoy. Um, so let's talk about your biggest challenge in the business. And you know, you're so young. Is there anything that it's challenging aside from maybe being the only girl in some sessions? Like, is there mm -hmm. anything else that you find that has been a little bit challenging for you? Um, I guess just, just being in my age, being 24, you know, like I, I got signed when I was 22, kind of was just like the going back and forth, the, the balancing of like my friends and family. It was kind of a crazy switch for me. Like I was making music in my garage and then I literally just, ended up in LA, signed to Rock Nation. So now sometimes, you know, like I'll have that battle with myself. Like I was just in the studio for two months straight. I wanna go do something with my friends, you know, whatever the case is like, but I gotta go back to LA, whatever it is. So that sometimes is, is definitely tricky, um, being young. Um, and also too, I think me just with the shyness that I used to have, that's still like a constant battle for me sometimes. You know, sometimes I, I still walk into sessions and me being the only girl, like sometimes I might not want to say something, even though I know I should, you know, and I'm here to literally say something. You know? So just little things like that. But for the most part, I love what I do. So, yeah, I can tell. Um, I have I the same, it. I actually have the same issue. So I totally empathize with you. Um, how mm -hmm. was it that, like, how did it come about that you getting signed? Do you want to tell us a story? Um, yeah, I mean, Like I said, we were um, just making music, me and my friends um, in Broward County. And like I was, I was, um, I'm an artist, so like I dropped my EP and whatever the case is. And we literally got hit up by A and R's um, through Instagram. Oh, like, did you think it was fake at first? Were you like, okay, no, this is not real. This is like, um, you know, since it wasn't that long ago, it was really easy to verify that it wasn't right. fake. Okay, you know, yeah. So no, it was very random though. Like it was like a, just a blessing, like. Which it proves that, you know, you have to be, because I'm sure you put all of your music on your Instagram, you have it readily Absolutely. available. So if anybody listening is like an aspiring songwriter or like somebody that wants to get in the music business, I think it's important for you guys to have like all of your music available there. Absolutely. You know, right? Because that's mm -hmm. probably how like they, they heard you. And by the way, I heard your music and you're a very talented artist Thank as well. You. Thank you your so much. Amazing. Um, And, and aside from all of that, I mean, our whole life has changed because of um, the pandemic and COVID. Yes. So in the, initially, I'm sure you were having sessions that are that were virtual. Now you guys are back in doing like small groups. Slowly, sessions. slowly, yeah, for sure, slowly. But definitely, I still have a lot of Zoom right now. You know, for sure. Especially me still being in Florida, there's just a lot of Zoom. There's not really many um, studios down here as opposed to like LA whatever the case is. So um, it's pretty locked down and I still do a lot of Zoom calls. So I that, know. yeah. Do you feel that gets in the way for the creativity? Um, Sometimes, you know, like whenever you get into a session and say if it's like with somebody that you've never worked with before, it's easier to like feel the vibe and stuff in person. 
as opposed to like we're literally on FaceTime, you know, and like now we're trying to write a song and like sometimes it's a little weird, but it can work. Yeah, like you have to the mood, or you have to maybe have a little drink. Or yeah, I- you know, <laughs> yeah, for sure though. No, really though, like. It's true, though. You have to get into a vibe. And then also, I think it's important as a songwriter when you're in the studio with artists to read them well. Like, you have to know how to read. Like, yes. are they are they getting annoyed? Are they not feeling it? Are they exactly. just, you know? It's, it's an art form to, like, be in the studio really? with artists. Yeah, and just literally read the room, like, you know? So, 1,000%. The Zoom is different. I'm definitely adapting to that. Yeah. We're all adapting to different things. Yeah. <laughs> But it, I always like to ask how people are adjusting to the new normal because everyone has to, you know, in every field. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give girls listening right now that are young and talented like you that want to break into the industry? Um, I would say, for one, do not be discouraged that it's a male-dominant industry. They're literally just as important. Our voice is just as loud. And for two, be consistent. You know, like, consistently really, really works. Like, takes you a long way. Like, I'm definitely a testament to that. So Consistent in the work that you do. So, like, continue to write yes. songs. Don't give... Okay, yeah, that's exactly what you mean. You know, just consistency, yeah. Honestly. Is there... I, I actually have a question for you. So, is there um, any artist that you're, like, really dying to get in the studio with that you haven't yet? Who's, like, your dream artist um, to collaborate with? There's definitely a few. Um, but, like, my dream artist? yeah. I mean, it would have to be Drake. <laughs> you know, it would have to be Drake. For sure, I'm sure I'm trying to make that happen sooner Hopefully, or later. Hopefully, you know. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. that would be so dope. So. Drake is a big one. Do you have any, like, new artists that we should know about that are coming up that you're, like, feeling? Um, or maybe well, you're right working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Cash Page. She's super fire. Mm-hmm. You guys should really check her out. She's very dope. Cash page. Cash page. Okay. Yes. K K A A S H page. Nice. Right um, and, fire. And what current projects are you working on? Are you gonna be working on your music or what's going mm-hmm. on with that? Um yes, I'm definitely still doing a lot of songwriting right now and working on a few projects that artists have coming out. But I'm definitely doing like my own EP right now that I'm working on simultaneously. So I hope to drop by the end of the year. Dope. And so if you had to choose, would you I mean, obviously, you would do both because mm-hmm. that's the beauty of you being an artist. Like, you can make multiple streams of income because you're yes. a songwriter as well. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know and speak people listening. Some artists don't write at all. Absolutely. So there, that's when, like, Alicia, Alicia would come in and mm-hmm. she would make a record for them. But there's some that are talented and do both. And they could be the artist, which is the performer. And mm-hmm. then they write the song as well. And that's... Mm-hmm. That's where the money's at, especially now with a pandemic that artists can't do shows, they can't perform, yeah. do concerts. You know, they, you could still get royalties for writing songs. Absolutely. So that's a beauty of it. So you can be, and so, but your goal is to become a full-time artist, right? Well, yeah, for sure. I definitely want to be an artist. I love, honestly, I, I never saw myself originally doing the songwriting, you know, get, but getting into it, I definitely really love it. You know, like I would definitely want to do this for the rest of my career as well, so. I mean, think about it, girl. This is like income that you will get forever. So okay, it's, yeah. it's a talent that you should never give up on. Yes, you thank have you. A job always. You'll have a job always. Even after Absolutely. you retire, you can still be, you know, a ghostwriter or whatever. Exactly, yeah, it's true. So 
Is there anything that you do to keep you kind of like centered and like, um, like sometimes, you know, go for a walk or like meditate or whatever? Is there anything that brings Alicia back to? Yes. Like, um, Alicia smokes a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. That really centers Alicia. Um, and also, too, I like to take like uh, drives like over the bridge. Like I'll take my time at night or something like that, pick a day throughout the week, and I'll just drive over the bridge and kind of just clear my head whenever I'm home. So, Well, I mean, I'm not mad at that. At <laughs> all, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and what, okay, and anything else you would want to, like, tell people? Where can they follow you? Where can they find um, you? Yeah, you can, um, on Instagram, I'm just at Alicia, which is A-L-E-I-C-I-A. And then on everything else, literally Twitter, YouTube, whatever it is, it's Alicia Nicole. So. I, you know, I want to give you a prop. You're 24 years old, living your dream. That's like a dream. Like I was Thank 24 you. and I was still trying to figure out. We were doing internships, do <laughs> right? Yeah, how to do internships. <laughs> and look at you getting signed to like Rock Nation, owned by Daisy. That's crazy. Yeah. Thank you. Have you met him, by the way? Yes, I've met him three times. Girl, you know, we're yeah. both. That's for Jay. Yeah. So tell us how, how that was before we go. Um, no, I mean, that's super dope every time. Like, he's such a presence, honestly. Right? Like, yeah, like, it's crazy. Um, I met him at, like, we had, like, a Christmas party every year, which is really intimate. So I met them, the, him and Beyonce. They both go to that, which is really dope, yeah. And then I met him um, at the Rock Nation brunch as well. Yeah, so. Right. Mm. Well, that's amazing. I know he definitely is a presence and... Dope. So dope. So imagine mm-hmm. you are, you know, you're you're close to royalty right there. So yeah. we wish you great luck with your career. I think you're gonna Thank go you really so far. We can't wait for your EP. So everyone, make sure to follow her so that we can be in Please, touch. Yeah. As far as like when your music's coming out, and um, thank you everyone for listening, and we'll be back for another episode soon. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Thank you so much. Listen to Girls Gone Boss. Hosted by Alex and Gabby. I love you guys. Oh, yeah.